0: He's a man of many talents and even more stories. Coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts, we're pulling back the curtain and going behind the scenes of some of the biggest acts and performances that have come through Great Falls with the man who's seen and heard it all.
1: Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down.
2: we Big white Sky and the Wild River Tank. If you won't go, we can take you there. Too
1: great for Montana.
2: Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana. Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And And we're we're No No Damn Damn Experts. experts. I have no idea what's happening in studio today. (laughs) I I showed up with my water. I've done my job. Now I'm just here to be
0: entertained. Which it's going to be a good one. I'm very, very excited to have Bob McNamee here, also illustriously known as baker bob yeah we'll get into all of that but bob thank you for being here thanks for your time we're excited for your stories
1: thank you ladies i'm glad to be part of your podcast i know a lot of people who love to come to great falls
2: good get them here bob that's (laughs) the the goal here
1: these are these are people from for the last 28 years my experience at different concert venues whether it's montana state fair or montana expo park or the civic center okay and uh uh, a couple other venues that of people who would come to Great Falls to entertain. Now, the big thing about coming to Great Falls, they love Montana. Ooh. Montana is a buzzword. Nashville is fine. <laughs> Texas yeah. is fine. Yeah. But to come here, and they've heard the stories, and uh, they, they, they'll say, well, I've never been to Montana. Or they've come through. They've been through on a bus. Maybe they've gone to Canada. They've gone from Minneapolis to Seattle.
2: Okay. They don't get to stop. And you've met the people who have stopped. You've rubbed I'm, elbows with the famous I've, folk. I've
1: had dinner with them. Yeah, he's more I've, than rubbed
0: elbows. That sounds
2: dirty. I've had he's... Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner.
1: See, I, my, my tagline is, that they say, oh, you get to meet these people. I said, well, kind of, sort of. I'm the guy who waves at the bus when it comes in, and I say goodbye when they leave. Uh, in between, I take care of breakfast, You're like the lunch, Walmart greeter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we make sure we give the, the act, the talent, the celebrity some place to be, some place where they can unwind and unfocus and be themselves for whether it's two hours, four hours, it's from 12 hours for their the uh, event while they're here in Great Falls.
0: I heard, uh, we have a lot to unpack here, but I heard the Commodores were just here for the Montana State Fair. Correct. I heard that you uh, may or may not have been delaying one of the performers getting out on stage because you guys got to chatting so much. Uh, a
1: couple of times where <laughs> we, we did. It was it was just one of those spontaneous things. The <laughs> the guys at the the guys at this level, they get it. These are these mm-hmm. are old timers that are casual is the best okay. way to put it. Yeah. They'd had a very good day. Their sound check went well. They were out here for sound check. They got their costumes on such as it is. They don't do makeup or anything like that. In fact, they're very, very low key. So the band goes out there and starts up the music. Well, the, the Commodore singers themselves are in our, our lobby just waiting to get out on stage. And the, it, the announcement goes out, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Great Falls the, the Commodores and the band starts up. Well, we're just kind of talking with the guys. <laughs> and a couple of them went out, actually went out to get on stage. Where one of them just—he stood back there. hes one of the originals too. Okay, uh, Bill, and uh, and Bill just wanted to talk and chat and you know how you doing and yeah. uh, <laughs> we we we've been talking to each other all You've day. You've been there all day, like yeah. why?
0: <laughs> You're old friends by this point. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and they're out there, and pretty soon the road manager, stage manager, he's tugging on his sleeve, like, saying,
2: "Come on, <laughs> come on now. You can talk later." Yeah. So hmm. when you're talking about lobby in the back, are you talking like hmm. the green room? The And I did air quotes like no. anybody no. can no. see that. No,
1: the green room is uh, that's something the different. room okay. over to the side. I'm talking the catering room at the Four Seasons Arena. It's the north lobby directly behind the stage. Okay. And that's where I set up my kitchen.
0: So, yeah, let's back up. You are, and explain a little bit more, you've been hospitality director. Is, the right, is that the right that title? That would be great. I like okay. that title a lot. <laughs> okay. What do you use We have now deemed you hospitality director. How catering, about
1: that? catering just doesn't land it. Catering <laughs> implies that you... You Show run m- up
2: and throw food.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's you a dump, do that and more. It's a dump and run. <laughs> yeah, You don't get to dump and run. Yeah. Uh, the the, qu- the job is you're there from start to finish. You're on call. So you take care of uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dressing rooms, bus food, uh, run errands, whatever you need to do. and You also it, run it errands for them. Yeah, if they need something from across the street, okay. from, from Albertsons or yeah. the drugstore or something. Food related, okay. Oh. You no, know, even... Even uh,
2: I need a safety pin because my bra strap's not, not staying in the place <laughs> it needs right. to
1: be at. They needed, uh, the Commodores needed 48 hangers.
2: Oh, <laughs> That seems like they'd have that prepared. Right. Yeah. You already have your hangers. 48 hangers. hangers. Uh, they,
1: they didn't have the hangers because they needed their, their clothes to be huh. steamed. They were, there was a gal that was hired to come in and steam their uh-huh. uniforms. So they were wrinkle-free and looking shiny and good. Oh my god. So you run across the street to the dollar store and you get them 48
2: hangers. Hangers. forty eight hangers. Gotcha. Hey. So let's let's back up, Bob. Uh, this seems like a <laughs> little bit more recent gig. Have but you've been doing this for a while.
1: Twenty eight years.
2: The hospitality director thing. Correct. So before that Or during and or before, during <laughs> and before uh-huh. You did other stuff in this town. Oh, you sure. tell you us your name
0: Baker Bob yeah. for a reason. Tell right. us your history,
2: like oh, you want... your fabric <laughs> woven into this city. No, yeah, well, I, I. Uh, when did you? Mm. Were you born and raised here?
1: No, Anaconda.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, I hear you talking. I'm about an that. Anaconda yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, well, so so closely connected. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. Very we're true. We're
1: The smelter, <laughs> I worked at the smelter. Oh, you did in Anaconda. Be while I was going to college. Okay. okay. Now I, during during high school. I was on the radio for a while, but my first love was <laughs> really? frying donuts. So I would go to work every morning at 4 <laughs> o'clock in high school. First day of sophomore year, I went there and fried donuts. And I fried donuts and made cakes and did everything at the bakery, uh, a locally owned bakery in Anaconda. And I did that up until graduation day. Even mm. graduation day. I
2: Woke up, I, go make the donuts. Go wow. and make the donuts, graduated.
1: <laughs> and the very next day, I went to the smelter. Okay. Uh, then we did the college thing and... Um, even at MSU, I was oh, working the in school. the kitchen, the old kitchen at Hedges Hall. We had a bakery downstairs there. Oh. So fried donuts there, made pies, danish, all that kind of good wow. stuff. And in the meantime, Safeway said, hey, why don't you come to work for us? So I went to work for Safeway. Okay. Safeway says, uh, how would you like to be a bakery manager? I said, oh, sure. Where? They, <laughs> they said Butte. I said, okay, I'll, well, that's I'll go, not far away. I'll go yeah. to Butte and be a bakery manager. So I went to Butte and was a bakery manager there and I had the best help I could ever find I had a, a gal there who was my front end gal I was a rookie okay I was a good baker but I was a lousy manager yeah <laughs> and her name was Renee okay and Renee got me up to speed well comes to come to find out Renee is come come jump ahead a little bit <laughs> Renee is evil Knievel's sister
0: oh. oh okay
1: so okay. Guess this this is in the seventies. So who comes to eat my donuts every day and Evil. drink my coffee? Oh my gosh. Bobby Knievel.
2: Oh uh, yeah. So, wow.
1: So he shows up every day and and then pretty soon Buttery Food and Drug. And of course if okay. you remember Buttery Food and Drug, that was the Cadillac to work for. Yeah. So i uh, go to work for Buttery Food and Drug. When that lasted twenty four <laughs> years. <laughs> Holy wow. moly. And that...
2: Now, I could be making this up, but I'm pretty confident in this statement. Butchery Food and Drug was a Great Falls-based Correct. company. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. see Great Falls-based, huh? Falls the warehouse
1: <laughs> over on 6th Avenue Northwest. Which now southwest. houses the Napa. Correct. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the distribution mm-hmm. center. And at one time, I had an office there because I was was a bakery supervisor for a ooh, while. Ooh.
2: You went from manager to supervisor. Oh, yeah. man, big. With an big office. Deal. Mm-hmm. They, they, Bob's a big deal. But
1: <laughs> I got in trouble because I couldn't be in that office. <laughs> if you're running 51 bakeries. Yeah, You can't be in the office. You can't sit in your office.
2: you got to be at 51 different (laughs) bakeries. The company (laughs) president would
1: say, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Because I I have an office (laughs) to enjoy. Now, this is before cell phones and laptops. Mm. So you put in windshield time. Now, here's the thing. Uh, During this transition or coming up to this, uh, especially here in Great Falls, it started here in Great Falls, people would call the store and they'd talk to to me at the bakery, and they'd say, "How are you? Good. And uh, we need an order, and we need this. And who should I come talk to?" I says, "Well, you come talk to, well, you come talk to Bob in the bakery, <laughs> because there was Bob up there in the checker. There was a Bob in the meat department. Um, Remember, Robert used to be a, a name people. Yeah, pretty common. Used. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty common. So, I That's would say, a good solid name. Mm-hmm. You come see uh, Baker Bob. That's now, where it started. I I also did all the PA announcements for. Uh, the and I had done this in other bakeries where I would pick up the phone and I would say, uh, hello, shoppers, welcome to <laughs> our store. We yes. have this, that, and the other thing. I was the guy in the loudspeaker. Nice.
0: All of your I things loved, throughout life are just uh, weaving together. Yeah, yeah,
2: like you've never, it's a weird stool of legs <laughs> that hold your career together, but they're all interconnected they and been fairly consistent. Yeah. yeah. And uh,
1: in the in the meantime, then there too, I, I taught adult adult education classes for cake decorating, mm. sourdough, oh make pasties, oh. anything else I could wrangle. And being in front of a crowd and teaching and helping other people achieve something has always been near and dear to my heart. That's mm. why I love being a bakery supervisor. You, you, could to, you could go you could go to bakeries and they were in trouble. Mm -hmm. that's where you spend most of your time and you could you should have a show like
0: there's those like bar rescue shows Uh, bakery rescue rescue. Uh, that's what
1: you ended up because my my bakery in richland washington was in trouble you'd go out to richland washington and spend two weeks and Pretty soon, my bakery in Wolf Point was in trouble. So you'd okay. go to Wolf Point and spend two weeks there. That's fun. Lots you of were, traveling. You were troubleshooting. My, when my kids were little, they loved it. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I go with Dad? Yeah, I want to go with Dad. Yeah, I'll see something new. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. something new and different. Even if it was, uh, you know, some backwoods. Because <laughs> you know, it, you weren't in, you weren't in Billings all no. the time, and yeah. you didn't go to Helena. or... You, you got out more. You got yeah. out more. Yeah, so it was fun. It was then. Then pretty soon, uh, what happened was. Buttery, I left Buttery before they transitioned to Albertsons. Okay. And the mm. reason I left that was I was part of the supervisor crew that could could see the finish line mm. and I thought I am I'm going to get out while I can. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do my own my own thing, my okay. own business. And I almost made that leap back in the early eighties. I had a chance to buy that bakery in Anaconda that oh. I had worked in in my in high school. school days. Yeah. And I did I regret not buying that? No, mm. of course not. It was uh, the the individual who did buy it has done very well. I even had a chance to buy hempel's when that changed. Oh, Ooh. I remember that truck driver that came to Anaconda, <laughs> and stopped in the bakery and he says, "Hey, you want to buy a bakery in Great Falls? You should buy this one." I said, "What is it?" He said, "It's right by the Buttery offices. It's called hempel's. I said, "No." Nah. And he gave me <laughs> he gave me the, the the dollar what it was for sale mm-hmm. for and I that sound, seemed like a huge amount of money and yeah. nowadays it's for you know, <laughs> pennies Chump change pennies. yeah so it was I'd always wanted to do my own thing so mm-hmm. I had uh, the opportunity to came up at one twelve central mm-hmm. uh, came open and uh, the landlord and I had we had coached baseball together okay. softball our daughters were the same age so I talked to Tim and Tim. We were a year out, and Tim says, what do you think? I said, I don't know. He said, don't do it if you don't want to. I said, well, maybe this, maybe that. <laughs> I, I can see the finish line with, with, with Buttry and I I want to make my own choice. So yeah. Yeah. pretty soon we went downtown, and I called it Baker Bob's Big Stack Bakery. Mm. Well, the legal name, the LLC, was Big Stack Bakery. Yeah. Nobody called it Big Stack Bakery. <laughs> they didn't let me do that. No, yeah. it was all Baker Bob's. Yeah. So in this, uh, but just before I left uh, Buttry is when this catering uh this celebrity catering came, <laughs> in, came, came in. in. Yeah. So uh
2: so you got the celebrity catering gig well before or hospitality gig hospitality. before hospitality you started director. your bakery at right? one twelve and the bakery was always at one twelve. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh. Okay. Yeah it was it was a legend. It was a longstanding yeah. business here it in downtown. It doesn't exist anymore, folks. You're no. not going to find it. Yeah. But when people no, but talk, Bob exists. He's yeah, here. Bob, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a real thing that yeah. happened. And we were, we were there. I was there 15 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nice thing was, we had celebrities come in there too. Mm. Now, we, that's where the politicians came in. Uh, yeah. I mean, Matt, Senator Max Baucus would come yeah. in and put an apron on, and he would work <laughs> the counter. Yeah, Conrad Burns, when he was a senator, he'd stop in and. And hang around. Dennis Reberg was our mm. representative, and he'd love to sit in the back and take his boots off and have yeah. a beer. Uh, <laughs> <Take> John his- <laughs> Tester, uh, when when he was first elected, his first uh, election to the Senate, uh, he came and says, "Is it? Can I use your back room for my election?" Well, yeah. Well, election was on Tuesday. He came in and took over the back room on Saturday. Oh, well. he and his whole crew came in, and set up their satellite and their computers and the whole works. Everything right there. And that was, was the headquarters. I said, well, I. I said you could use it, not take it over. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it, was, it was fun to watch all that. And uh, watching, you, you, I was I catered politician parties. And mm-hmm. uh, people didn't know if you were a Republican or Democrat. Yeah. because I would host Democratic parties and the yeah. Republicans would say, "How can you deal with those people?" I said, "Well, their money's green." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like and, just like, like <laughs> yours, right, just like just like I deal with you. The other side would come in and say, "You know, yeah, I see you're hosted those people. You probably don't want us." He says, "Yeah, come right. on yeah. in. Right. Right. I'll do anything. I'll, for my, my business money. is open." <laughs> yeah. So like, Governor Schweitzer would uh, mm. uh, would do some rallies and uh, meetings yeah. down there, and Senator Bacchus was a, a regular. So yeah. uh, you got you got used to the. They dropped their title at the door. Mm. And it was uh, it was always nice. And I was never bothered by celebrities anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They can they can leave. They're just normal people. And that's Mm -hmm. that's why the transition to dealing with these talent that I'll call them, the celebrities that came in that we got to provide hospitality for. uh, There's only been one or two that I was ever starstruck with. Mm. And that's because they took me by surprise. Now, if i Like, got, you
0: didn't know they were coming?
1: I didn't know they were coming. Oh. Uh, oh. You like didn't. If, <laughs> <like> <laughs> didn't know who they were? Yeah. I, yeah, I knew who they were. I just didn't <laughs> Who
2: who,
0: t- who Who surprised who? you? Mel, Tilla,
1: Mel Tillis, for one. Oh. No, yeah. Mel Tillis didn't walked in the coming. front. No, <laughs> he just walks in the front door and uh, says, uh, <laughs> hi, he says hi. And he, I says you look familiar. He puts his hand across the counter and says, "I'm Mel dillis I said, "Yeah, I know." I, I and mean, you don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice to meet you, sir. Yeah. Uh, nice uh, what can you. I get yeah. you? Yeah. And the the other one was uh Jack Hanna. Oh, oh yeah, and the wildlife I guy. And I yeah, recognized him right away. I said, hi. You're Jack Hanna, he says. Yeah. Thank you. I guess I am.
0: <laughs> I got to interview him when he was in town. Oh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. Whatever, however long it's been now. I was excited, but not surprised to see him because that was planned. But yeah. I, <laughs> but yeah, it was fun to get to see Jack Hanna.
1: Now off, off topic, but yeah. have seen the news on Jack Hanna lately? He, yeah. He is. Very sad. He's going through a very yeah. tough phase with, his, with his dementia and yes. Alzheimer's. But mm-hmm. he's being his wife is being very public about it. Yeah. And. I, uh, Letting Get everybody updates. know, and people yeah. in the Big Fork area are being very respectful of his mm-hmm. uh his uh, dementia, giving him lots of space and yeah. being very patient with him. So That's yeah, nice. he
0: spent a lot of time here in Montana. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So um, one thing you didn't tell in your history, your sorted mm. history, yeah. is when this radio thing started yeah. creeping in. I mean, PA announcements at the store is yeah. one thing, but right. going live on the radio, which completely different. You. You have,
1: we have, uh, yeah. no? <laughs> no. Let's go back to high school again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, well. You're mm.
2: baking donuts and. In the
1: morning, four o'clock in the morning, and then I'd go do radio on the weekend. Oh. K-A-N-A and Anaconda. Okay. okay. Now, I only did that for a little while, a couple of months. That was enough. Then I had to transition, <laughs> I had to transition to the bakery full time. Okay. okay. I, I'm just a sophomore in high school and, yeah. and yeah. the bakery was paying very well. Yeah. I was, I was. Rich man on campus, mm. yeah. My, I, I, big timer. By the time I'm a junior, I've got I've got a truck and two motorcycles. Okay. Oh, so and wow. all the girls are going. Like, yeah, the radio salary is Baker not going to get you yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I smell like donuts and I got money.
0: Every girl's what, dream. What I more know. can you want? <laughs> <Yeah. Is that laughs> yeah. How you got your wife? I don't. You
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. just said, "I'm loaded and I smell like donuts." Yeah. She's yes. like, "Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> Baker Bob." Well, I didn't have to tell her. She didn't yeah. smell she that across the room.
1: I love it. So, yeah, there was, uh, and then of course when I went to college, I was frying donuts and in, in the morning. But uh, KATS radio in Bozeman, the student radio station, went down yep. there and worked for a while. And I had a couple airships there. Uh, huh. That was good. Now transitioned to Williston, North Dakota.
2: Wait, you can't transition to Williston, North Dakota when you've only been in Anaconda, Butte, and Great Falls. Yeah, when, <laughs> when did North
1: Dakota happen? Yeah, what North happened? Dakota,
2: well... You uh, disappeared for a while. <laughs> no way. I yeah, wouldn't get
1: out there because Buttery Food and Drug says we need, we need somebody to open up. A, we got a brand new store there. Oh, uh, okay. I think you need to go be manager out there. I said, sure. Well, they were paying big bonuses, mm, and oh. I knew that because Casper was making big bonuses. Uh, uh, Casper, Dickinson, Gillette, Sheridan were paying big bonuses. They were oil. Yeah, and it was like
0: this, is like the oil fields, but for baking. Yeah. Now, in full
1: <laughs> full disclosure, those bakery managers, when we opened up Williston. The bakery manager from Gillette was there helping me, and he admitted to me for the last two years he'd made $100,000. Holy oh, cow, hear. moly. A, a supermarket baker making that. And oh. that's been
0: a few years, that, too. Yeah. Holy so, cow.
1: Uh, so I, I waited. I've chosen for my, the wrong career. Yeah, no kidding. So I waited for my first bonus check, which was a, a whole two hundred and twelve dollars. Okay, and <laughs> you're like, my, this isn't a hundred thousand. My <laughs> my missus was very disappointed <laughs> because I I had uprooted everybody to transition, sell the house, move to Williston, North Dakota for the
2: promise of these big bonuses. The promise a yeah. big
1: bonus that never materialized. We stayed mm. there five years, but in that five years, for them. Were spent on the radio, also. Oh, yeah.
2: mm-hmm. Well, because you're not making that bank and the no. bonuses, yeah. you no. need to so get it was, more.
1: It was good. So when I got a chance to move to Great Falls here in 1987. Oh wow! 87. were. yeah yeah. Uh, when the West Side Buttery opened up, which is now West Side Albertsons. Yeah. Uh, we had a whole team of uh, young young bucks there that were going to set the world on fire.
2: Well, mm-hmm. and, and we did. did. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we did. Good deal. So
1: it was. Uh, it was good and. Uh, no, no radio in there no yeah. radio no no catering nothing else no not in
2: the eighties no when no. you came back because no. you can't say none because you're still in great yeah. Falls, yeah you're still and baking the... and now you're still on the radio yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so now it's uh, 1989 and a, a fair manager named Bill Ogg yeah I says, remember that hey. name and bill says uh, uh, I went over and judged apple pies or something or yeah, for yeah that the, makes sense. the state fair. And I was paid $50. I said, Ooh. I said, I said, here, Bill, you gave me $50. I said, what I'd rather have, why don't you give me some passes and some night show tickets? Yeah. yeah. Give me, let's trade in kind for yeah. this. So he says, well, we don't do it that way. But, <laughs> well, but uh, you can swing and a mess. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I've got something else for you. How about a, how about a job? <laughs> I said, well, I, I'm but, always looking for the next best thing. Yeah. So what do you got? So he, he put me to work for a couple of years uh, doing some things out on the midway. Then he came to me at the end of one of the fairs, I think it was 93, and he says, uh, how would you feel about doing this hospitality for the night shows? I said, okay, that sounds promising. <laughs> he said, well, come visit with me and we'll talk about it. So he said, the lady who was doing it uh, was not healthy. And he didn't know oh. she'd be back the next year. He says, "Why don't you go down and help her out?" So I went down and helped her out and saw how she was doing it, and got a. a I worked about three shows in there, just helping out. Yeah. And then Bill Log says, "Next year, it's yours." Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. So I better get. <laughs> some, I better get some stuff together. Yeah, you better mm-hmm. get some. I, I get need some stuff. supplies. Yeah, so I need. Uh, roasters, chafing dishes, cooking supplies—what am I going to do with this? Well, I was still at Buttery, so how do ah. I how do I cook all this stuff and work at the store and all this? So we, yeah. it was logistics was pretty tough the first couple of years, but it was a good learning experience. Did
2: you get an employee discount at Buttery for your? Food? <laughs> no. Unbelievable! Uh, no bulk no, discount no, 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 or anything.
1: No discounts. No. Mm. Didn't didn't believe in that stuff. That's a
0: lot to coordinate and
1: figure out for mm-hmm. all of these it's, shows. You've got to figure out what people. food you
2: can cook yeah. without like a real kitchen, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I I had my my bakery oven, so now I've got to coordinate with the store manager oh, saying, gosh. "Hey, I'm cooking roast beef in my bakery oven. What do you think?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, "Well, the cookies like, are going to smell like they'd, beef." They'd, but he
1: put his fingers in his ears and go la 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 la. You're la. <laughs> nothing. Good choice. Yes. Yep, just pretend it's not <laughs> so, happening. So mm. it, was, uh, it was, we made it doable, We made it workable. And mm. then finally when I transitioned down to 112 Central, down to Baker Bob's Bakery, oh, mm. was that easy. Mm. Yeah, that was been so nice. much better. Yeah, I bet. Uh, it was, uh, but still, we've evolved from there because what we did for like lunches, I would tell my girls at the bakery, ladies, I need 35 sandwiches. I need a relish tray. I need a pot of soup. And <laughs> we're going to do, I need the relish trays. Get it all set. It was just like delivering a lunch mm-hmm. to one of the yeah. clinics or the hospital. So I'd say, let's. Uh, I'm I'm delivering lunch over there. I'd have my crew over there because I couldn't be in two places. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I would deliver the lunch, make sure that was all set up. Uh, really wasn't a hot lunch, but uh, we we got by with it. It was okay. But then uh, we we upped our game after a while. <laughs> we started cooking hamburgers, cheeseburgers. The more equipment I oh. got, the better. We could do it.
2: So it's you're. Are you telling me today, after all this trial and error and learning all, on your feet, you have a portable kitchen you set up and you cook hot meals?
1: Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Here, here you go. Here's the lineup. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. And it was I, an I example. would example. Uh, I I'd, I'd show you the pictures, but it, uh, it doesn't it's been, translate well no, on it radio. it doesn't translate to the You can you
0: can send them to me. We'll share them. So yeah.
1: Here you go. And at outside North Lobby at. uh, uh Montana State Fair and back of the Four Seasons. I've got two Blackstone grills, okay. the 38 inch. I've got two very large barbecues, propane barbecues. Okay. I also have a grease fryer. These are all outside, hmm. and a very large camp stove, and of course a pellet smoker.
0: Ooh, it's quite the setup. So,
1: uh, so like let's let's take for example the first night of fair this last year, th- this last fair, uh, six racks of spare ribs. Went in early Ooh. in the day. Uh, we did this is some good eating. Plenty of plenty of fried rice, uh, rice on one grill, potatoes on the other, uh, lots of steamed veggies. All the we can cook anything.
2: So you don't get a list of I want green M sure and M's. Sure do. And you just <laughs> throw it away. Oh, and you're yeah. like, <laughs> these you'll get what I, you get, and you won't throw a fit.
1: No these these road <laughs> managers are very. Some of them are over the top. Want to control freaks? Mm. Uh, they want they want their menu two weeks ahead. Mm. Uh, this last year we had some vegans and vegetarian concerns, mm-hmm. okay. so they wanted to know what we were going to do. We also had some keto
2: people mm-hmm.
1: who wanted to make sure we had a keto friendly menu all the way through. So I would submit through email. Here's here's a proposed menu. What do you think? They would answer answer back. Hey, sounds great, wonderful, or. <laughs> Uh, in the case of one of the rock bands, the uh, A Wall Nation, the the closing act, uh, this guy was a control freak. He wanted. <laughs> uh, we went back and forth quite a bit oh my on what he wanted and what he what he needed, and uh-huh. uh, we were able to make him happy. We got a we got a big thank you on their way out. Oh, that's all. We oh, that's nice. When that's they nice. got on their bus, and that's what you want. You yeah, want,
2: you want them to say thank you and with be a happy. Full finger hand wave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, my tagline is. Um, I said, when you get three stops down the road, and I use this with the Commodores too, when you get three stops down the road, I want you to say, "Where did we have that good food? Mm, yeah, yeah. Great Falls, Montana, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Great Falls. Yeah, Great Falls. We got to go back there. Yeah. So uh, you want to leave them with that. The other one is, uh, and I've always been very aware of this. Cascade County Health Department is they get nervous about us, well, mm. because of our kitchen, you're and they do. Cooking all this and stuff. We're outside cooking all the time. Yeah. And, uh, we're kind of a freelance outfit anyway, but, uh, so we get inspected at least twice during, mm. during every fair. Uh, but we'll also have eyes there in the, in the, uh, four seasons. I've got two people who watch over me religiously. One <laughs> of them is the promoter. The uh. promoter is the one who brings the ax here. Yeah. And if we do anything to mess up Anything, anything comes back to them. We're done. Yeah. Oh. We are, we are finished. My ticket is punched. Yeah. Well, if you've any, made it 28 no three, years,
0: so you're doing good. No, <laughs> no three
2: strikes, you're out. It's no. one strike, if, you're yeah. done.
1: If you get a busload of people, uh, you get any foodborne illness mm. on a bus Oof. That, Oof. that can come back to you, Oof. you're done.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. No. That's got to be a little nerve wracking because some of that you can't control. Yes, you can. Yeah. Well. You can.
1: <laughs> I, I do and we go well, over the top okay. we've got we've got bleach buckets, we're constantly wiping things down we're but, we're but very some of these, like if there's oriented. like
0: recalls on like oh vegetables yeah, that, or meat yeah, or something you, you can't can.
1: control that, yeah, so you no we're always yeah. very aware of our our yeah. food safety issues so and uh and they 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 notice that too these yeah. these people they've been in situations they can tell. That it's it's fresh food and they really appreciate that that yeah. everything is cooked on site. Yeah, we don't we don't run across the street and get anything. Nothing gets shipped in. Yeah, uh, and I've got stories here where we've even had talent jump in and help out cook too.
2: Oh. Is
1: it because they just
0: want to have
2: fun were or are they short staffed or right. they're no, like,
1: no. I'm just, I just want to do this. Yeah. No, you get Charlie Daniels, he's standing there <laughs> and he's chomping on his gum saying, what you doing there, partner? And I says, well, we're uh, cooking you some chicken here, Charlie. He says, oh, that looks pretty good. He said, you need any help with that? I says, well, I can always use that another hand. <laughs> well, you got an apron? I says, sure do. So I gave him an apron <laughs> and pretty soon Charlie's out there behind the, and nobody else is around. Yeah. He's, he just the rest of the crew they're all, they're all busy and Charlie jumps behind the the table the barricade and he's got the tongs and he's flipping <laughs> chicken well dinner was for thirty five people oh. oh so we had we had, to, we had to grill a lot of chicken and Charlie's back there just having a good time and
0: did he make the cut would he have made it on your crew he did did
1: well okay. even his wife was he there with come him back
2: too. <laughs> he can come yeah. back and help you next year yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs Daniels was there
1: with him too another oh. one that jumped in with John Barry John Barry's a uh, country act and uh he was there too he wanted to jump in his wife was his fiddle player and hmm. he says well, can I help you out I said sure John come on you can you can jump in on this
2: I gotta ask a few questions here first 35 people these bands don't look that big who all's getting invited and is my name gonna ever show up on the list
1: <laughs> okay no, that's that's a good one no it's the short <laughs> answer yes yeah yes you you know a guy
0: yeah see. I got connections.
1: <laughs> so here's, here's who's here you're going to feed. You're going to make sure that the, the band, that let's say, they say Charlie Daniels. You've got eight people on stage. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, their support crew, their roadies that came in on the truck and the bus earlier. Uh, you can probably count at least a dozen of them. Okay. Anywhere from a dozen to 20 of uh, people who brought that in. And there are five people there that are there all week that bring in the lights and the sound. Same five people. Those are... Those are rental guys. They come out of Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And hmm. they travel from Great Falls to Billings to other fairs with their truckloads of equipment. They come in, set it up, take care of it for the week. So those five people eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner all the time, too. And uh, then you'll have uh, celebrity celebrity guests. Uh, let's say, <laughs> let's say, uh, Larry. Rebecca Ingham. Yes. <laughs> uh, Larry the cable guy. Okay. Larry. Larry flew in. He comes in with his opening act, bless two other people. Bless he invites. He's got he knows some ranchers out here by mm. Lewistown. He invites the whole family. They show up. Okay. The only one that scared me like I was like that. do you
2: know they're coming?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Well,
2: you have a number, right? You may not know
1: who they are, but Well, we have a number going in, a raw number. <laughs> but I always add like 5 to 10. Yeah. Uh, mostly because these are heavy eaters. Mm. These these people show up hungry. They work all day and yeah. well, these they're are these are doing big a lot of work. Yeah. And uh, they're they're usually hungry and there I've got stories of some uh, people who could really put it away. <laughs> There's champion eaters. Oh, they were industrial yeah. strength eaters.
2: So a band comes in, they might have their own little VIP list of people they're inviting to come with them or show up for yep. the festivities. Yeah, give me a number. Okay, huh? that's yeah. all.
1: The, the only one that really blew me out of the water was uh, Huey Lewis.
2: Mm.
1: When Huey Lewis came, Huey Lewis in the news, great. They're coming. He's got a good sized band. I think dinner was for. Uh, twenty, twenty-five, somewhere in there. And then, uh, uh, after dinner, Huey says, uh, Bob, I got a favor to ask you. That's what's that? <laughs> he says, uh, I, I invited some people for some hospitality before the show. Can you, can you help me out? I says, sure, Huey, what do you need? And he says, well, they're coming. Cause you know where Huey Lewis lives? Yeah. In Hamilton. So he was in Hamilton. Mm. He handed out tickets to everybody. Oh my gosh! Well, what did they do? They <laughs> oh rented, no! They
0: got a bus. Yeah. Oh my! They gosh. showed up in Great so Falls. Get, that's a lot more than twenty people.
1: I get fifty-five people that Ooh. want hospitality. So then I says, "Okay, what constitutes hospitality? Right. Yeah, am I cooking another meal? Uh, yeah." So he says, well, "Whatever you've got." As well, that's not going to go. Yeah, we, nothing. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, you ate it all. So luckily, he gave us. We had about uh, two hours lead time. Okay. And That's we were able not a to, ton. <laughs> to put, put it all something together. together. Yeah. Wow. Plus uh plus I thought I was being real very generous. Uh I said, "Well, I got his tour manager and I says, "Do you want to put out any adult beverage?" He says, "Oh, yeah, yeah." So I put my hand out, you you buy will fly. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> We run across the street and we we get the the beer all iced up for him and we've got everything iced up. Well, come to find out, it's more of a church group than oh no. <laughs> so I, I bet there hey, was I
0: got think... a lot of extra alcohol. A lot of extra.
1: So what we do with that? I said, this is all your beer. So you bought it. You better take it. So we loaded it all on the bus. Oh, I said you bought it. You take it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, <sighs> his guests didn't touch him.
0: Huh. Well, that's just sad. I Jason has mentioned stories to me too about like ketchup. Packets like people guess winning a certain number of like condiment oh, yeah. packages.
1: Yeah, they were. There was, <laughs> that was well. They, they like they like condiment. They don't want squeeze bottles. Okay. They've been in enough situations. This was <laughs> this was one of this, this recent fair too. Uh, they didn't want squeeze bottles, mustard or lettuce or mayonnaise. They they wanted the squeeze packets. Well, if I'm going to go to the store and buy squeeze packets, uh, go to the wholesaler. I'm going to get yeah. five hundred. Yeah. yeah. I don't want them. I need. 20 right 20 of each so we go out on on a fun run <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> to to make sure we've got uh really what i did i went up to concessions at the four seasons and said hey <laughs> hey can i, I buy bribe 20? you out of these these are we need these for the back don't take all those well i don't want them all and just give all me right. 20 of them and i said "Well, what we don't use i'll bring back yeah mm-hmm. but they're uh, goofy things like that what what do you want with that?
2: I would just think it's easier to have a bottle.
1: Yeah. No, I did too. <laughs> I, but they're, No, they're worried about you refilling that bottle all the time. Oh, they don't know how fresh it is. Uh, that makes There's, sense. There are some, some people, uh, some of these acts come in, and through my years I've seen it, they want to see that jar of jelly pop open. Yeah. They don't, and they want to see that, uh, you tear that seal off that salad dressing. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't want to know. Guess how long it's been in the fridge. Yeah. So if you put a bottle of uh, ketchup, mustard, something out there, if you can put it out there with the seal still on it. That uh, makes them happier. Yeah, makes them happy. But that's
0: replacing a lot of bottles of ketchup if it's for every single new
2: person.
1: So that's why when the fair is over, my refrigerator at home is
2: full of... (laughs) Randomness, all
0: kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, (laughs) we have a fridge in our in our garage. We call the variety fridge, Mm. just because it's all people who brought random things to our house Mm -hmm. that is not staying in the fridge in the house, and it goes into the garage. And then we just feed people out of the variety fridge for beverages and yeah. Random food. And yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I'm still doing that. I've got... <laughs> I I've I've got, bet you are. I've got boxes of couscous. Okay, we didn't <laughs> no? use couscous. Okay. So, uh, gee, I guess... What are we having for dinner? I said, yeah. hun, hun, let me go to the, the <laughs> cupboard here. Oh, look at there's Couscous. <laughs> couscous, left couscous. couscous galore. Let's yeah. go with um, that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I did buy 10 pounds of spaghetti that we didn't <laughs> use.
0: Nah. Well, thankfully, that'll stay for a little um, while. Yeah. Oh. Do you have any random things where it's like, I don't want this color... M&M or something
1: like that? Uh, none that I can think of. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, his mind's uh, still okay, sharp. Yeah. We, had a, we had a rock act, <coughs> Rob Zombie. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Picked uh, his dressing room, got it all set up, and he had to very specific what he wanted in his dressing room, and one thing he wanted in there was a blender. Okay. okay. Here comes his tour manager <coughs> waltzing back up to our catering area, our catering kitchen, and she has the blender in her hand. And she says, this is unacceptable. I said, unacceptable? Yes. This is not a new blender. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's been used before. She says, well, uh, we want a new blender. Rob Rob needs a new blender. Okay. So we go buy a new blender for Rob Zombie to use once.
2: Does he take it with him or does no, he yeah. leave it?
1: Nope. Nope. It was still there.
0: Well, that's just... Just the whole so, thing about much. like sterile, like they just want to make sure nothing else is touched I it? I guess.
1: So we, we brought it down to the room, showed the tour manager the box, never yeah. interacted with Rob Zombie. Okay. And uh, showed her the box and took it out of the box, put it on the counter and said, there you go. That was fine. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Who was one of your most
2: favorite acts to visit mm. with? Like do you, do they come back and hang out with you at your house?
1: Boy, uh well I've, I've had ones that have come to the bakery. Okay. Uh Phil Vassar, if you know Phil Vassar is, yep. a uh great songwriter and uh, uh just a just heck of a nice guy, but uh we were I done him at uh took care of him at State Fair. Then he came back and played the Civic Center. Mm. And it oh. was for Mayfair for the for oh, the benefits. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he was he was all said he had dinner. And, He's hanging around afterwards, show is until 8 o'clock, and this is like 6. He says, uh, so, how you doing? You know, he wants to catch up on. Yeah. How how are you? How you been? And now, we haven't played this before, no, you played the State Fair over there. He says, well, how come you're doing this? What's your what's your gig? I said, well, I've got a bakery kitchen right across the street. That's where we cooked all this stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. we just bring it over here. He says, oh, it's right across the street? I said, yeah. Well, He said, well, let's go see. Hmm. So, we we walk out the the side door at the Civic Center and across the alley and in the back door to the bakery. And it was it was closed at the time. It was locked up. And so we go in there and this the, is this, the kitchen, this front counter. And here we are. And we walked up to the front door. And and Phil was, you know, conversational, asked this, that, and the other thing, what do you make here? And I said, well, that's good. So we, I said, well, you know, the people are going to wonder where you are. <laughs> and he says, well, we, we wandered off. So we <laughs> go back in the back alley. Well, now people from benefits are starting. They've got a dinner. Before the show, so they're having their dinner hospitality in the convention center before they move into the auditorium, the Mansfield. And so we walk out the back door and people are streaming down the alley uh, to get to the event. And these gals are, guys and gals are dressed up. It's nothing, it's not a blue jean kind of an event. Right, that's fancy. So they come and we walk out in the alley and me and Phil Vassar and, hey, Baker Bob, how are you? Hey, Bob, how are you? How's things? Good. Uh, and two ladies were there that I I won't name them to embarrass them. They, uh, how are you? I is good. How are you, Sue? And, uh, <laughs> There's so, the name. <laughs> so we walked, and so we walked along, and I thought, well, I'm not going to introduce Phil Vassar. And we're just walking along, and they said, uh, going to dinner, huh? Yeah. They said how how's everything going I says great I see good sound check you got a good show coming here tonight and they said yeah we're really anxious we we saw him last time at the state fair and we're we can't wait he was really good standing right here <laughs> as we walked we walked to the end of the alley and we're going to go across park drive over to the civic center and and uh, we walked across the street together the four of us two gals and me and Phil and and he says, uh, well, he said, "Well, you have a nice time. I've got to go back in here and take care of stuff." Yeah, okay, fine. And they wander in, and Phil says, "That was weird, wasn't it?" That's yes, it. Was. <laughs> yeah, like standing right here. Yeah, standing right here. So, I mean, yeah. they they just want to go out and do that. But yeah, uh, other other people. Uh, I've got Trace Atkins. Can't mm. meet a nicer guy than Trace Atkins. Mm. He might sound like a big baritone voice <laughs> bully or anything, but he's just a Heck of a nice guy now when he was here early in his career uh, his his tour manager was the uh, name was Steve and Stav, Trace was here with his wife too and he had two daughters who were with him and my daughter was here and she was going to college at the time and and she babysat the kids basically entertained oh. them for the afternoon. Oh nice. And uh, and Steve says, you know you you do well with this yeah and <laughs> he, she says, well thanks. You ought to you ought to come on the road with us. Oh my god. And she says, "I said you can't run away to the circus." Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> this you're, is you're not gonna, the life for be you on the road, Nanny. You're for gonna the Atkins, a, you're going to be a sophomore <laughs> in college. You wow. have time to it's quite the offer. Yeah. in. So she says, "But I'm going to be in Minneapolis, where she was going to school." And uh, he says, "Well, I'll tell you what. When we get to Minneapolis, we'll call you." Yeah. Well, darn if they didn't call her. <laughs> uh, oh wow! About two months later, and say, "Kate, why don't you come with us?" So she went and worked. Oh. Uh, almost two months. Wow. For, for the guys. And, uh, <laughs> finally she got off the bus and said, no, that's enough. That was, <laughs> no. that got out of her system. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm, and,
2: I'm proud she made it two months. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd have made it that uh, long. No, mm, no, I uh, would not It's a it different lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it, it may seem glamorous, mm-hmm. get out on the road and, yeah. yeah, then hang out and be groupies. And, uh, no, <laughs> no, nope. she, she said never, never again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, uh, to Trace Atkins' credit, he, he's been back twice since then, yeah. and he remembers Kate. He asked, oh, how's, how's Katie doing? I yeah. Katie's doing fine. <laughs> i fine. In fact, now if I saw <clears throat> Trace, I'd say, well, she lives in Nashville, which she does now. Yeah. Huh. She lives in Nashville now. <laughs> She's she has, still available for yeah, just, <laughs> babysitting. Bring along her five kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> got room for my five kids yeah. on the bus? Oh, my yeah. goodness. We'll, we'll go do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, Baker Bomb has so many great stories that we decided to split our conversation into two episodes. So join us next time for even more stories about how stars and celebrities enjoy Great Falls.
1: We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn
2: town.